0: yo what's up welcome to kind of funny games daily for thursday june 2nd 2022 i'm one of your hosts blessing adio jr joining me is the Lacroix poppy himself aka my fellow forbes 30 under 30 aka tim ma fucking gettys
1: blessed so good to be here with you today i, I mean i would say today marks it- the beginning of Summer Game Fest. It's E yeah. three season. It, it's it's happening. It's here. It's it's. There's always that busy feeling. You know. I woke up, got my big ass coffee, just like it's every day. So not much has changed. <laughs> but these always remind me of the E three days because it was the first time uh, I was ever introduced to the the Trenta unsweetened iced coffee by one Nick Scarpino. I back feel in like, like 2010.
2: Like watching Nick walk with a tray of four of them, and you mm-hmm. with another tray of four of them, and being mm-hmm. like, "There's only four of us. Why are there?" two of them just E3, makes so baby. much sense also it's tim E3. if i if i may just take a moment Kevin, to let you, you may. know to take let you moment. know mm. something about the mustache with the beard a little grown in really yeah. fuck really fucking works this is oh, good, yeah. great this is oh, a good look for you this is <sighs> at
1: least on camera you look great it's a Thank good you. look I appreciate that. I I don't know that I'm aligned with you in those thoughts, but I do appreciate the positivity. I keep catching myself in the mirror and getting ready to report myself to some type of services. I don't know which. I don't know who. But I'm freaking myself no, out, I think guys.
0: I feel like I feel like you got you got the versatility to pull it off, even without the the beard growing in. I dug it, especially with the sunglasses and when you leaned fully into the Top Gun mm-hmm. kind of look. I think mm-hmm. it worked for you. I agree with Kevin though that like now that the beard is growing in a little bit, it really works. Thank you, you know, I feel like thank I should you. consider this making making this year well, thing, at least for a little bit. Oh shit, I we'll saying Tim Dad, and I see it. Hey, Tim Dad, Daddy Tim, I can I can see it. Tim, what are what thank are your you hype bless.
1: levels? You know, you mentioned that no it, one's it ever is... called me Daddy before. Bless. I just want to let you know, really, you just, you just broke my Daddy Cherry. So thank you. Are for you that. serious? Do yeah, you? I'm serious. Because
0: like, no. here's the thing, Ew, right? what like, I... we all watched. <laughs> <laughs> Live on air. I, I mean, I, here's the thing, right? Some mm-hmm. people into the daddy thing. Other people aren't into that. I'm not into the da- daddy thing. I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to ever call me daddy in their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But Tim, is that a thing you've ever considered? Have you ever been no. like, hey, like, just call me it just once, just so I, just, no, no, just no. so I can see how I feel. Have, have, no, I mean, I Has it ever okay. happened
2: though? Like, has anyone aggressively ever called you daddy? Like during me? both of you is. or Tim? D- well, like, le- during... Legitimately, no legitimately. one has ever
1: called me daddy until this moment. Like today, That's insane. That's insane. June second, 2, 2022. It's a big deal. Wow. it's a big deal thank you bless and I was thank the one you. that I got to do it Very yeah.
0: Courtney <laughs> you're coming in at a time that makes me very <laughs> nervous what's up Dad, no. Oh, no, no, no. oh, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. There's nothing. This, is a, about this is a video game news show. We're here to talk about Summer Games Fest and talk about what Jeff Keighley may or may not be hiding. We have a very packed episode as far as Summer Games Fest content, and I can't wait to get there. But I do want to come back to the original question of Tim. How hyped mm-hmm. are you for today, right? PlayStation State to play. It's happening. Usually, I feel like we temper our expectations greatly for these things, but now that we're at the day
1: of, I'm actually like, I'm a, I've allowed myself to get a bit excited. Here's right? my thing. Like legitimately this, I've been saying this a little bit. And I feel like I said this a lot last year too, but like, this is easily the least excited I've ever been for e3 season and that is such a bummer but i think it's just the realities of a couple things obviously the pandemic's effects on the games industry on top of that uh just this whole work from home era of e3 still has a a long uh, summer game fest. whatever has a, a long ways to go to really solidify and figure out what it actually is uh and the other thing is there's just way too many showcases all year round so the excitement and potential of yo everything is going to happen this week that is going to happen and be announced this year has been erased over the last couple of years so it's getting harder and harder and harder to like really be like so stoked out of my mind if today was a playstation showcase i'd be stoked out of my mind but course, from yeah. understanding what a state of play has been recently um i i think that there's a couple things that i i'm excited to and hopeful to see um i'm not going to be like shocked if they don't show up and like disappointed but i i do think that i might continue to say i don't really know what the point of these state of plays are uh if they're going to be like this but hopefully they're not like this hopefully they're the good ones because i believe in the power of state of play and they've done it before with final fantasies they've done it before with resident evils and if they could do that for me today i'll be happy
0: yeah, every now and then you get the the treats at a state of play, right? Like the previous state of play, we got the Returnal DLC. That was a treat for me, right? Previous mm-hmm. years, like last year, we got uh, Final Fantasy VII integrade. and going into this next state of play, I think there there is there has been hope thrown wa- thrown around that we'll maybe see Final Fantasy XVI. I've firmly been on the side of no, we are not seeing Final Fantasy XVI. That said. I think I've allowed myself to open up to the idea of seeing Final Fantasy 16. I think part of that comes from talking to you guys on the Kind of Funny games cast, talking about, like, yeah, sure, maybe a 16 level announcement isn't, like, revealed at a state of play, but we could get an update. We could get a mm-hmm. gameplay trailer. We could get maybe a release date, something along those lines. Yeah, and we'll see. I've opened myself up to that, right, because they've talked about seeing third-party stuff. My last question before you uh, before we get into the proper show, because we're going to talk a, lo- a lot about state yeah. of play, Summer Games Fest, all that. Uh, we're going to L.A. in about a week... In like a day, crazy uh, man, yeah, me and like, your first
1: game strip, dude,
0: yeah, yeah, like, and I'm very excited about it, right? Like, going being able to go and do a preview. I think when I first joined, kind of funny, there was maybe one or two previews I did in person. I did one for Persona 5 Royal, uh, it, uh in LA, and then I did another one for Doom Eternal that was in SF. But now, like, I'm going with you and Greg. This is quote unquote Judges Week adjacent. And Mm -hmm. this is my first time at a thing like this. I think that I've heard about on podcasts over the years that have gotten excited about. What is your hype level for next week going to
1: LA? Uh I'm oh, 10 out of 10. Honestly. Just being able to hang out with you and Greg and like like treat this, treat it like a real E3. I'm so excited about. And also seeing everybody and just kind of seeing what Jeff and them have in store for us. Like, I I I think that this is again going back to what I was just saying. Like, we're still not at the point where summer game fest is exist and people understand exactly what it is i think that this uh days of play i think they're calling it play days something like that is a step towards that is is jeff really kind of owning the week and owning the organization of it all so i'm super excited about about all of that i do want to put a poll up in the chat i don't know how to do that so if somebody that's watching live can uh will blessing get a treat today will he get treated yes or no that's i know you think i'm gonna
0: get a treat today yeah is daddy
1: Bless
0: gonna get his treats or not I feel like I already got a treat. Barry came in here and called me daddy. And that was, <laughs> I don't know if that was a trick or a treat, but enough about that Tim. Mm. I want to talk more about some sp- very specific Summer Game uh, Fest news uh, with today's stories, which include Obsidian having something to show next week, Ubisoft, having nothing to show next week and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news needs to know about if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching post show housekeeping for you we got a new episode of the kind of funny games cast up right now and it's our summer games showcase bets and predictions we also talk about some sonic frontiers and pokemon impressions that is up right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and on podcast services around the globe and then of course playstation state of play is going down later today Uh, we are live reacting to it and then immediately after we'll be recording ps i love you xoxo live as the post show Uh, you won't want to miss out on that so tune in later Today on YouTube, on uh, Twitch, actually, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, or YouTube later if you want to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you to our Patreon producers, Gordon Maguire and Fargo Brady. Uh, Terry brought to you by Chime and Credit Karma, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. (laughs) It's time for some news. We have eight stories today. A Baker's Dozen starting with our number one obsidian seems like it's showing something at xbox's showcase this is from jordan midler at video games chronicle obsidian studio design director josh sawyer has seemingly hinted at the that the studio may appear at the upcoming xbox and bethesda showcase event on wednesday sawyer quote quote retweeted a tweet uh, from the official xbox account about xbox and bethesda showcase with quote anyway end quote and a painted nails emoji which is typically used to be to to signal that the poster has something that they want to say but can't yet which to pause there i feel like that's a big stretch but i'm going to continue on with the story because i do kind of agree a little bit with what, what it's getting at uh to continue obsidian currently has three games in development grounded which entered early access in 2020 avowed which was revealed at 2020's xbox showcase and the outer worlds 2 which was revealed at the 2021 event in October last year, Windows Central reported that Avald will feature two-handed first-person combat, similar to Microsoft's stablemate Bethesda's The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. It was said at the time that an early working version of the game was close to being completed, so it's possible that the first gameplay of the RPG will be shown at the event. Uh, Kevin, I have a tweet, if you're able to pull it up. It's at the bottom of the news story in the doc to uh, show... Yeah. Wait, oh, you already showed uh, it? Yeah, wait, is it? Is it this? Yeah, 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 no, it's yeah, this yeah, one. So yeah, this yeah, is the I, tweet I that Joshua put talking. out. Perfect. Yeah, and it is him being like, anyway, like with the pal- nails painting, kind of signaling that like, oh, man, we might have something to show.
2: Like, I'm, I'm getting ready to, to
0: you know, go out. I think it's like a cheeky, like, yeah. that's the I like type. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, like, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm excited like, for I got tea it. for you. You know, yeah. and like, yeah. I think it's accurate, right? And I, I don't think that's a surprise that Obsidian would have something to show in an Xbox Game Showcase, Xbox Studio. That said, right, we don't always see every Xbox Studio at an Xbox Showcase, and so. You, you know it could go either way, but I do think that this is somewhat confirmation that we'll see something from Obsidian. Tim, my question for you is, what do you think
1: that something is? I think it's avowed. Uh, I think that they. I with where we're at, in modern social media standards of when it comes to the type of communications, like we just saw, they're clearly teasing something. And I feel like the team over at Xbox has learned lessons in a bunch of different ways about what to and not do uh, when it comes to overhyping or underhyping the different uh, showcase levels that they have. And, this is their big one this and like in opposition to what i was saying earlier of today's playstation thing is a state of play it is not a playstation showcase or playstation meeting uh that means something this is xbox's biggest event when we look back at the last couple of years like this is the time frame this is the uh the kind of branding that they use for their their heavy hitters and it's interesting looking at the moves made the last couple months with a lot of the bethesda stuff uh getting uh delayed and pushed back and all of that I think that's going to shift a lot of what the conversation is, but that leaves kind of a gap um, for what the rest of the showcase is. And I think that this is a sign that Avowed is probably further along than some of us might have thought. Bless looking no, yeah. at you no i mean 100 when you said it might never even happen <laughs> that's the thing is like this
0: new story has turned me around especially because i uh like it's new info to me that i didn't i didn't um recall the point of it was said at the time of them uh announcing it that an early working version of the game was close to being completed i never caught that and so like seeing that and reading that makes me think that avowed is way more imminent which makes more sense to me of the game actually coming out because my theory was that avowed was announced before uh microsoft bought uh bethesda right bethesda obviously owns um Mm -hmm. uh, or bethesda game studios which makes skyrim elder scrolls like there is a lot of crossover there especially when you talk about obsidian who has literally worked on bethesda properties before and i think wants to lean into a lot of the dna that makes a big Western first-person RPG that, especially in the sense, I imagine Avowed is going to be very Elder Scrolls-like, right? I'm sure it's going to have a lot of originality. I'm sure the role is going to feel original. I'm sure their characters, all that stuff is going to feel very obsidian. But I do think that at the heart of it, it is going to be a fantasy Open world Western RPG, and the way that Elder Scrolls is, and from the Microsoft side of things, it's like, how many of those do you want? Um, especially when it is is like you got in Exile probably working on their own thing, right? You have other, you have Fable coming through too. Like, how many Western fantasy RPGs do you want? Um, that said, Avowed be uh, coming sooner than later makes so much sense for this because we're not going to see the next Elder Scrolls for years and years and years, especially with uh, Starfield being delayed into 2023, right? Like, when when Starfield Actually comes out. That's when we start the rollout for, cool. All hands on deck for Elder Scrolls. What we're three, four, five years out from that. Yeah, put out a vow as soon as possible so that you can satiate the audience now. That way, when Elder Scrolls does come by, that can live on on its own, and then you start the next cycle of a vow two, maybe coming out way after that.
1: Yeah, I still imagine that uh, uh, getting a vow out as soon as possible. Still 2023. Like I don't think that uh, anything mm-hmm. we see in the next week's going to make us be like, oh, shit, we got this coming this year. Like, I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, Inception 88 in the chat says Jeff Grubb claims this is not avowed and that this is another game. So
0: another game.
1: So that's that's pretty interesting.
0: What, what is, I, I need to find this Jeff Grubb tweet then, because when he says another game, does he mean grounded? Does he mean Outer Worlds 2? I would be surprised if we see Outer Worlds 2.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll that was see, a really, but...
0: that, like, that's something that seems like it's way early on. And I don't. I couldn't see us getting gameplay maybe a cinematic trailer for Outer Worlds 2 since the trailer we got last year was a bit more like, hey, just here's the game, right? Here's like a vista and the Mm -hmm. title. Maybe Mm -hmm. we get something cinematic for that. But even that I'd be a bit more surprised about.
1: It wasn't a tweet. It was on his uh, giant bomb show, says Mm -hmm. Inception. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, we're going to get to this later, but there's another story we're covering today that uh, Jeff Grubb has been hinting at knowing is going to happen. So we'll get to that when we get to it
0: well tim for now let's move on to story number two continuing with the summer games fest talk uh, ubisoft isn't planning to hold its own e3 style showcase in june this is tom ivan at video games chronicle ubisoft won't be holding a major product showcase this month the french publisher has traditionally held a conference each summer almost always in june to coincide coincide with e3 but a company spokesperson told axios that won't be the case in 2022 The Ubisoft rep said the company isn't planning another product showcase until later this year. The Assassin's Creed maker held its first fully digital conference, uh, Ubisoft Forward, in July 2020 after E3 was canceled amid COVID-19 concerns. Ubisoft Forward events were also held in September 2020 and in June 2021. In March, several sources told reliable industry insider Tom Henderson that Ubisoft was planning a major digital showcase, which was supposed to uh, air prior to a potential E3 show this summer, but that those plans could have been put on hold due to recent world events. Tim, does this one surprise you?
1: Um, I mean, it... Yes and no, it doesn't surprise me this late that we're not getting a a surprise announcement that they're doing it, but it does surprise me that they're not doing it. But again, I think it just goes back to where we're at and everything I was saying earlier. Ubisoft were one of the first um, of the publishers or devs to create their own showcase and run it into the ground (laughs) where it's like there was multiple Ubisoft forwards the last couple of years, like in each year getting multiple ones. And when you do that, you're kind of spreading out your, your library, and even a library as vast as Ubisoft, who compared to the majority of the other, especially third-party publishers out there, um, aren't putting out that type of output year to year. Um, I mean, look, going back in the history of E3, Ubisoft was always the kind of biggest third party press conference right like the, besides mm. the first parties of the Nintendo Sony and Microsoft like there was Ubisoft some years there was EA some years there wasn't sometimes there was an Activision thing but it was never a press conference uh sometimes there was Konami but like Ubisoft was always the the biggest one that wasn't one of the big three and I think dividing that up across the year and like continuing to do that Uh, especially with the amount of changes that have been going on with ubisoft and how some of the games that used to be annualized are no longer annualized i feel like they're just kind of in this weird place where um they're they're not ready to talk about stuff because they too recently had talked about things and i don't think that they have things that are imminent that they need to get to right now which is a new position for ubisoft to be in but that's where we're at
0: yeah i think the I think you nailed it, right? We're in an interesting place with Ubisoft, right? They just put out Far Cry 6 late last year. They put out Roller Champions, like, last week. Uh, And when I look toward the future, you know, it is uh, Mario and Rabbids. Yeah, I think that's probably Mm -hmm. the most imminent thing from Ubisoft. And then I go through the list, and it's like, all right, we know Assassin's Creed Infinity. Is out there in the ether somewhere beyond good and evil too is that does that even exist like what's the word on that skull and bones what's going on with that i think reports have been that that might be around the corner but who knows um there's all the free-to-play stuff there's x defiant right there's uh the avatar. division of heartland there's I avatar think, and that's why i the imagine thing, actually
1: avatar is the i think the the biggest x factor where i imagine that is and, and maybe it ends up not being the case but i think that that is in yubi's mind a big deal game that they're trying to push and like hoping is like a mega hit Mm -hmm. so i can see them wanting to like treat that as the tentpole game for whatever their next forward is uh whenever that ends up happening and you got to imagine they want to target december for that to tie into the movie but the
0: thing is like that game has been announced for 2022 and you yeah you would want to time it with the movie I imagine that maybe it is – that is going to be the main event or a next forward. You want to make sure that everything is good to go on that. Maybe the next forward is July, August in that case.
1: Or maybe they aren't planning to hold their own E3-style showcase because they're going to show Avatar at Summer Game Fest. Are they on the Game mm-hmm. Fest list or no? I, I don't think so because they
0: never partnered with the Summer Game Fest. Like they, they were always the one that was mysteriously missing. Adjacent, from, yeah. Yeah, the list of publishers that were partnering. And I don't, yeah. I don't think they partnered this time.
1: Yeah, they're not on the list. So, okay, maybe maybe I'm off on that. So, yeah, probably going to hold off, and we won't hear about Avatar till the next forward, whenever that is. Uh, but if I remember correctly, Ubisoft didn't even do the June slot last year. I think they did a July thing. Or was last that EA? They did,
0: they did do the June thing. EA did uh, July. July, okay. 2020, Ubisoft did July, and that was like the first time E3 was canceled.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lanky Dragoon says, PlayStation has the marketing deal for Avatar, so it could be its state of play today. Yeah.
0: That's, That's, I mean, that could be a good call, it could, right? be. could be, a very yeah. good call, especially as it being branded as a, a third party thing. Yeah, I, I just have so many questions, right? like one of the things they mentioned in the VGC article was, and this isn't like a confirmation or anything, right? Like they just mentioned that one of those, those plans could have been put on hold due to recent world events, right? And I would imagine that that is talking about the, the war in Ukraine specifically. Um, and that makes me wonder what were the bigger announcements that were going to be part of the Soft forward. If that is the case, that would have been adjacent to that. And that speaks to Tom Clancy stuff. Could it have been like Rainbow Six Siege stuff? Could it have been maybe Division Heartland was finally going to make a uh, an appearance? Um, I got a lot of questions surrounding that. My one other question is, what is the word with the Ubisoft's Star Wars game? Because that's one that we heard the announcement of for from Massive and just haven't heard an update on since. Right? Like, yeah. do we get that by the end of the year? Like a a like reveal, not necessarily like the game coming out or anything.
1: I don't know, man. And it's it's always hard to to tell what's going on when people are quiet. But there's clearly a lot of shit going on at Ubisoft, and they're figuring some things out. I wonder if the next time we see a Ubisoft forward, if it feels dramatically different than the Ubisoft we've seen before with like a new vision and strategy of how they talk about their games. And mm. um, I imagine that 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 might kind of define when we'll hear about their Star Wars project. I also think Star Wars is a delicate thing to balance with the amount of – triple a star wars games that are in the works kind of concurrently at this point when we have the ub game we have uh kotor remake and now jedi survivor um and they're all potentially hitting in that 2023 2024 area Mm -hmm. so it's like how do you how does disney uh partner with these different teams to make sure that they're not stepping each other they're enhancing overall the marketing i don't know
0: yeah, and all, how do how do they all differentiate from each other too? I think it, it mm-hmm. might be it might be the question there too. Because like, I I forget how much we know about Ubisoft's Ubisoft Massive's Star Wars game because that is the studio that's behind the division. It, I I forget how much we assumed and how much was actually announced in terms of is it a third person shooter action game. Is it multiplayer? Is it single player? And you guys can let me know in kindofunny.com of slash you're wrong with how much is actually confirmed about that. But, like, I could see if Jedi Fallen Order and this massive game come out in the same year, they're different enough, right? If one's multiplayer and one's single player, if one's a shooter and one is, you know, Jedi Fallen Order, a third-person action game, I could see how that would line up. But, you know, yeah, there are just so many questions regarding what's going on at Ubisoft. And I'm going to continue to ask question, what is going on at Ubisoft, especially with the free-to-play games? Because the free-to-play strategy is a thing that, terrifies me because it is it seems like a big transition for them. Um and they've announced multiple games that I am just scared about. Division Heartland, X Defiant, um uh like I think there was one more that, that always escapes my mind, but like we have we've had we've seen it with hyperscape where they put out a free-to-play game that seems like it could be promising and it just turns into dust, gets Thanos snapped away and it's like mm-hmm. we don't want I don't want to see that continue to happen over and over again because I don't think that's gonna be good for the company whatsoever. But for that, we'll wait and see. For now, I want to take a step out of the Summer Games Fest talk and then like take a subtle step back in with our next news story. Story number three, uh, GeForce Now will no longer support God of War starting next month. Uh, This comes from Taylor Lyles at IGN. God of War will no longer be available in the GeForce Now library beginning next month. NVIDIA announced today. Beginning July 1st, both the Steam and Epic Game Store versions of God of War will be unplayable on NVIDIA's cloud gaming service, In an email sent to IGN, an NVIDIA spokesperson confirmed that God of War is being pulled from the service because, quote, the publisher who previously opted into streaming on GeForce Now decided to opt out, end quote. Fortunately, NVIDIA confirmed that thanks to GeForce Now's opt-in process, which allows some games to continue to be available to subscribers on a legacy basis, players that started playing God of War on GeForce Now before July 1st will still have access, wink-wink. The only, then that's (laughs) wink is from me, that's not from the IGN article. (laughs) The only requirement is that GeForce Now subscribers need to load and access the game's main menu via GeForce Now at least once before the title is pulled from the service. God of War arrived on GeForce Now back in late April and it allowed RTX 3080 tier members to stream the game on the cloud at up to 4K resolution or have a frame rate as high as 120 FPS depending on the device. Of course, GeForce Now was not the only way to play God of War on the go. If you have a portable gaming PC, most notably on uh, the Steam Deck, uh, not to mention, sorry, not to mention, remote play is an option too. Tim, this is interesting because I think The common idea is that this is probably leading into PS Plus in the revamp. And uh, I believe it is the highest tier PS Plus premium that's going to allow access to cloud streaming games. At least that was my guess of, like, why you would remove God of War from the service. Maybe it's to push your own uh, cloud streaming stuff. But that then leads in to a fascinating story number four, which is, what is GeForce teasing on Twitter? Because this morning, NVIDIA at NVIDIA GeForce on Twitter, it's a verified account. You can check it. They quote tweeted PlayStation's tweet from a couple days ago, announcing the, the state of play coming up today, right? NVIDIA GeForce on Twitter quote tweeted that and said, join us as we tune into hashtag state of play. Comment below and tell us what you're most excited to see on PC. Hashtag RTX on. Tim, what is happening?
1: Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, we've seen a history now of GeForce uh, partnering with PlayStation for PC launches of their titles. So I think that this does kind of lead to some evidence of maybe we get another PC reveal today of a game we didn't know about. Um, off the top of my head, I can't I can't remember if there's any of those NVIDIA Elite games that haven't been announced officially yet.
0: I forget if Returnal was on there, but I think Returnal might have been on there. That, But I mean, even then, we already...
1: It was announced already now right hey, was Returnal announced for pc was it was it not didn't they announce that during the co-op thing that they announced at the last day to play or am uh, i making that up
0: kind of funny.com slash you're wrong i don't think they did but i could be off about that
1: okay, saying they're saying that officially okay so then maybe today it'll be announced like that that would make sense then yeah
0: that would i think up. that and then Uncharted Legacy Collection, Legacy of Thieves Collection. There's another kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. I forget if that was announced for PC as well. I don't think that was announced for PC, but I could be off about that. It was. I would imagine that that
1: oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was announced for okay. PC at uh, the same time the PlayStation version was announced. And then it was just announced for early 2022, I think. And then or for 2022, but then the game came out on PlayStation, on PlayStation with a, with a date the the in year. early 2022. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I don't think this got a date. So maybe that gets
1: a Maybe it's just the date, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I think that I I'd be surprised if it's a game that wasn't um on that Nvidia leak from before. You know, like I don't think it's going to be Spider Man, but um I can imagine Returnal. I can imagine it being um. Uh, uncharted like uncharted some version of it on pc whatever the news of god of war leaving i think you're right you're spot on about the them pushing the playstation plus thing that makes sense with all this timing and stuff it is unfortunate that the geforce is a little bit more pc based than this than the playstation version of it is but um with the beauty of the cloud it kind of takes that factor out of it so mm. it's definitely unfortunate but hey if you guys want to play god of war on geforce now, Get it now. Before Get it now. Yeah, and
0: you'll be able to to keep it. Yeah, like that. That is like the the wink wink. Like, hey, go do that. Um, if you're if you're somebody who is into GeForce or wants to experience it that way, but yeah, I just find it weird that like the God of War is being taken off, but then also it seems like this partnership is continuing. It seems like they are leaning into. No, we do want to partner with GeForce. Have these games come to PC. I wonder if that. I wonder if it's going to continue to be ava- their their games are going to be cont- uh, continue to be available on streaming with NVIDIA GeForce Now. With them tweeting it out from the NVIDIA GeForce account, I would think so. But I guess I wouldn't bet money on it anymore, um, which is a bummer. But also, I guess cloud streaming again available through PlayStation Plus Premium, so you have it that way.
1: Well, the other thing too is GeForce Now is different than GeForce just rtx stuff yeah so it's like geforce now is the streaming thing but it's nvidia Mm. geforce that is uh the tweet here so that could just mean there's dlss that could just mean there's um ray tracing and um all the other stuff we talk about the the reflex and things like that in the games
0: gotcha gotcha i i also do like um now i i think the next couple of games coming to pc from playstation i think are going to be returnal and the uh uncharted legacy of Thieves collection i my question for you is do you think we get more from legacy stuff or do you think from now going forward it is going to be more of the newer things that are going to be the PC games? Because I would like to see Spider-Man. I feel like that would be such a great next contender to come to PC. I mean,
1: that would be incredible. I I don't know this, but my gut says the licensing on the Marvel side is going to make that at the very least more complicated. I don't think that it's impossible. I think the last couple years uh, have proven anything is fucking possible in a world where we... Where Game Pass has day and date first party titles from Xbox and Microsoft is looking into buying Activision and Sony's titles are coming to PC like God of War. Anything yeah. can happen. Um, I still think the Spider-Man would probably be the least likely of the first party Sony titles just because of the IP rights and those mm-hmm. complications. But um, I think when you look at the rest of the games they've put on PC already, it's like they clearly understand the value of putting their first party titles uh that are owned and operated ip over there for that double dip
0: uh also i'll go ahead and say the thing that breaks our hearts every single time right bloodborne pc give it to me i don't think it's going to happen uh now i feel like that's a that's an announcement that maybe you could actually hold for like a really big thing at this point because everybody kind of wants it but like i would love to see bloodborne coming to pc it wasn't part of the RTX leak and that's the thing that uh andy uh, oftentimes points out of like yo it wasn't there they're probably working on a remake or some like very specific version of that game that's going to shine from Point or something like that right but that's one that i think a lot of people are clamoring for that i would love to see and then i think demon souls as well from Point would be a great candidate uh to come to pc i think that's one that for how technically impressive it is on PS5 which shine and also it is in that same uh timeline as like um uh like the earlier PS5 era that I think you would want to see uh, pop up there as well. And I think uh Little Big Planet, not Little Big Planet. Sackboy's Big Adventure I think might have been part of that leak leak too. Mm. So there's a chance we see that appear as well.
1: Yeah, it gets complicated and uh I'm not too, perfectly informed on the differences between like what sony owns and like the dev side of it and all that stuff with things like bloodborne like who owns the ip or even demon souls and all of that uh but regardless they're not a owned and operated playstation studio that made those games so i think that that is probably another factor in terms of getting them on pc not to say it's impossible because look at things like death stranding right which which is a similar situation to this where um not a first party title but it was a playstation kind of published yeah thing. it's like
0: third it's like first party in terms of i think ip ownership but then Uh you know a third party studio develops it. even though 505 published it on p that's a whole weird situation but
1: but that's what i'm saying is like i i think that there is a chance and i'm not saying that sony couldn't figure it out themselves but i think that there is a chance that uh games like bloodborne or spider-man or demon Souls, any game that has some level of complication where it's not 100 percent clear that from ip developer all the way down sony owns it Mm. that i think that there's there's just extra layers and extra things they need to figure out so um i don't think we'll see that stuff today
0: well ladies and gentlemen anything is possible if you want to open up more possibilities you should go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can go and get the show ad free and speaking of ads let
1: us tell you about our sponsors this episode is brought to you by me undies i love me undies from head to toe all over my body if you don't believe me of course right now i'm wearing the me undie shirt you can tell by the little tag going on right there right i got the me undies lounge shorts going on of course i got the undies and then boom me undies socks baby that's how we do out here a kind of funny i love being soft head to toe in the micro modal fabric you already know all about that but if you don't Let's face it, summer's sweaty, but your butt doesn't have to be. With MeUndies' light and breathable micromodal fabric, you can stay comfy and cool all summer long. They have super fun seasonal prints and tons of styles to choose from but if you just like classic black that's totally cool too they got a bunch of just bold colors for you to go for they have super fun seasonal prints tons of styles and sizes extra small to 4xl so you can bring the beach to your butt without ever leaving your living room MeUndies has a great offer for all of you first-time purchasers you can get 15% off if you sign up for their free to join membership you can apply that 15% off to their already discounted membership prices to get 15% off your first order and 100% satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash kind of funny that's meundies.com slash kind of funny tell them tim getty sent you Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early without direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is about more than just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. Uh, So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at chime.com slash KF games. That's C-H-I-M-E dot slash KF games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Get started at chime.com slash KF. Games. Shout out to Credit Karma for sponsoring this episode. Want a new credit card but not sure how to choose? You don't need to apply for the first offer that you see in the mail. Credit Karma can help you zero in on the right option for you and apply with more confidence. I love Credit Karma. I've been using it for years to check my credit profile, make sure everything is good and on the up and up. Uh, credit Karma uses your credit profile to show you offers that are tailored to your financial situation. Credit Karma partners with a wide range of card issuers so you can be sure you're exploring all sorts of options. Best of all, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you your chances of approval before you even apply, helping you apply with more confidence. Comparing cards on Credit Karma is 100% free and most importantly, will not affect your credit score. That is huge. Credit Karma, create your own karma. Ready to find the right card for you? Head to Credit Karma and check out your personalized mix of offers today. That's creditkarma.com or hit up the Credit Karma app to find the right card for you. That's creditkarma.com. Daddy Tim. Yes, Let's move no. on. That's number five. Uh, we
0: got some more PC stuff for you. Really, this is more PC stuff for me. Uh, Valve has delayed the Steam Deck's docking station. This is Taylor Lyles at IGN. Uh, if you're hoping to buy an official docking station for the Steam Deck, you will need to wait a little bit longer. As Valve announced today that it has delayed the release of the accessory. In a new blog post, Valve confirmed that it has delayed the release of the docking station due to a shortage of parts as well as COVID-related closures at its manufacturing facilities. Valve originally said it planned to release the, the official docking station somewhere or sometime this spring the official steam deck docking station features three usb 3.1 ports one hdmi 2.0 port uh display port 1.4 and a gigabit ethernet jack uh valve has yet to share exactly how much the docking station will retail for uh and a new release window uh and i'll tell you what don't let valve or Gabe newell hear this i'll pay whatever it takes to to get this docking station because tim as i've been messing around with this big beautiful Steam mm-hmm. Deck right mm-hmm. here, right? It's so big and it's so beautiful. Um, as I've been messing around with it, right? Pl- I've been playing a lot of Death Stranding. In fact, I beat Death Stranding. That's the thing I don't think I've talked about on content yet. I beat. I played 40 something hours and played all the way through Death Stranding and absolutely loved and adored it, right? Fantastic game. Uh, for the last about 20 hours, when the game starts to get really cutscene heavy, I decided, Oh, you know what? Let me just hook this up to my TV. Let me just play it on my TV. And luckily I have, it's not in um, grabbing distance. I do have like a USB hub that happened to have a HDMI port. And so I did it that way. It was super easy. And let me tell you, that was such a fun way to do it. It was just like the Switch where it was like, cool, let me just hook it up real quick, play on my TV. And I hooked up my um, PS5 controller, even though this is my scuff controller that I got from Andy. Uh, I hooked up the controller and it worked perfectly. Uh, And I want to have that experience more often because like... It was just great. Like, it was so easy, and it was a great way to be able to go back and forth. The one thing I'm missing there is the Ethernet jack. Like, the Ethernet port isn't in the USB hub I I own. I think a a Steam Deck uh, dock station would be perfect for all that, right? Give me the the port. Give me the HDMI port. Give me the USB stuff. Give me the charge. Like, that is the dream scenario for me, and so I want this thing. But also, it's not the end of the world that they delayed it. Get it done when it's done. Make sure it, it comes out in a working fashion.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's cool. Like the fact that this is even a device excites me so much, man. I just think it's so cool that we're in this era that we could have handheld gaming also switch over to being console gaming with a system that is as powerful as the Steam Deck. Like, thank you, Switch, for walking so that hopefully the Steam Deck and others can run.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Is, uh, are you going to get a Steam Deck eventually? I forget if I've asked you this before.
1: I don't really. I mean, I want to hold yours. That is like step one. Mm. I really don't have the need to at this point. Like there's enough games I'm not playing on Switch. <laughs> that, Like, mm. you know, I don't need more games to not play portably. Like I find myself, especially in these these times where i'm not out i'm not traveling that's when i use the portable side of my handhelds the most like certain games i'm down to play in bed but i'm the type of gamer that needs to be all in like i i can't play games and watch something and listen to something whatever it's like i'm playing a game i'm listening to the game i'm focusing on all this stuff and i feel like if i'm doing that i'd rather just use my tv you know yeah so because of that steam deck not necessarily something i need when i have my pc and all my consoles
0: Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been such a fascinating thing for me because the Steam Deck, the thing that I wasn't expecting to get out of the Steam Deck that I've been getting out of it is for it to almost feel like a traditional home console in the way that it's a machine that is built for playing games, right? It has a Linux desktop and all this stuff built into it. But, you know, I when I pick up my Steam Deck, you know, I click on and it brings brings up from sleep mode the game I'm playing. Like I was playing uh, this game Card Shark yesterday. That's like a new Devolver Digital joint that's like about cheating while playing cards, right? And like I went from, you know, finishing work here sitting down my bed booting up the steam deck started to play a game of card shark got tired immediately got took a nap woke up from my neck na- nap booted it up started playing it again right and that's the thing i wouldn't do with traditional pc games just because like i don't want to come to my desk sit down at my desktop turn on my computer go to steam boot up a thing you know like that for me and i know this probably sounds ridiculous to people who are very hardcore into pc and i understand that i sound ridiculous a lot of time but Like for me, that is a cutting out those steps is such a valuable thing for me. And then also being able to like go back and forth between different TVs as well, because you know I don't I don't want to necessarily go through the steps of hooking up my PC to play on my TV back there and also play on the TV out there in the living room. Being able to pick up my Steam Deck and just connect it via HDMI and just roll with it has been such a great like ease of use uh, uh, thing for me. And so yeah, I've been very happy with like the ways in which it's felt like such a non-PC thing it's felt like almost like a just a pure game console which i love
1: yeah i mean honestly it is I'm, I'm similar to you in the sense that like i like eliminating anything that can get in the way of me just doing the thing that i want to do and i just feel like it makes my life better and i get to enjoy the things i'm trying to enjoy more when that's the case and i feel like with pc gaming that's usually been the hurdle that there's always like one thing of like i wish i could do this this way or that way or whatever and so i dedicated a lot of time to making sure that my setup here That i could play my pc on my tv without disconnecting or reconnecting anything and just having it work and it's a game changer man like just whenever we get codes for pc which typically is not my like uh console whatever of choice uh but when it is this easy it's like it's kind of hard to make the argument against it (laughs) like the biggest thing for me is i'm a dual sense guy over uh xbox even with the elite controller and i have found the elite controller uh connects to the pc stuff way easier than the dual sense does even though the dual sense can but there's just there's always some kinks there's always a problem with it that i'm like maybe i'm just gonna go ps5 on this one but i love that we have these options now you know yeah. i love that like the technology is there that, that that type of switching off can work
0: yeah that's the thing that that i think has been very good for these options right like there's somebody in chat that mentioned like card card shark is also on nintendo switch but Death Stranding isn't on Switch, right? Like, a head isn't on uh, any other platform right now, right? Like, there's such a vastness to the library of PC that is all-encompassing. And, of course, like, there's so many games I'm not getting on PC, right? Like, I'm not getting Nintendo exclusives. A lot of Sony exclusives aren't there, right? Like, there's still a lack of access to certain things. But there is also a wide breadth of stuff that I'm getting on this platform that makes it easy for me to just, you know, play Card Shark and then switch over to Death Stranding and then play, you know, don't... Again, Tim, this is just for you, right? Audience, of course. Turn off of course. your ears real quick, right? Yeah. Tim, the other day... I hooked. I hooked it up, right? I hooked it up to my TV. Booted up this game called NBA Street Volume oh, Two. Played it never on my Saw TV. that coming. Oh, and that shit looked great on my television. <laughs> Let, yeah. me tell you. You, you Let me
1: tell you. You reminiscing over over anything?
0: Oh, I was reminiscing over it, Tim. <laughs> I, mean, I was reminiscing. Tim, let's
1: mm-hmm.
0: move on to story number six. This is breaking as we started the show. Dragon Age Four has an official title. This comes directly from uh, the Dragon Age blog, uh, where they write, "Our next adventure: Dragon Age Dreadwolf." Our next
1: game, Dragon now... Age: Dread, wolf, Dread motherfuckers. wolf. let's go, dude. That's
0: wild to have both Dragon and Wolf in the title. That's sick yeah, start. yeah. <laughs> Our next game now has an official name. <laughs> we know you've anxiously awaited details, uh, and today we're excited to reveal the official title uh, of the next adventure across the lands of Fetus, Dragon Age. Dreadwolf, Fetus, Thetis, The Dragon Age fans will know who is the Dreadwolf. Uh, solace the Dreadwolf. The Dreadwolf. Some say he might be an ancient elven god, but some say not. Others say a betrayer. <laughs> some say who is this guy? I don't know. Some people be know. saying this shit. Some people don't know the guy. <laughs> he might be an ancient elven god. He might just be a dude. We don't know. We can't tell the difference. Uh, others say he might be a betrayer of his people or a savior who now seeks to res- rescue them at the cost of your world. Uh, his most Motives are inscrutable and his methods sometimes questionable, earning him a reputation as, que- as a, something of a trickster deity, a player of dark and dangerous games. Okay, this guy actually does sound really cool. Whether you're new to Dragon Age uh, stories or you've experienced them all, using Solace's namesake no doubt suggests a spectrum of endless possibilities on where things may go. But at the core of this, like every past game, is you. If you're new to Dragon Age, you have no need to worry about uh, not having met our antagonist just yet. He'll properly introduce himself when the time is right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This fucking mystery guy, man! I got
0: some questions! This guy sounds cool, as hell. I love him. Uh, But we did hint at, at his return when we announced hashtag the dread wolf rises back in 2018 look at that uh more dragon age dread wolf later this year we suspect you have questions uh and they'll be answered in time while the game won't be releasing this year we're growing closer uh to that next adventure rest assured solace is placing his pieces on the board as we speak that's all we have for now but we hope knowing that the official title has sparked some intrigue as we talking more about the game later this year tim dread wolf
1: Dreadwolf, fucking cool ass name. Uh, this is what I was saying earlier that uh, Jeff Grubb got right where his summer game mess, one of the things was on June 2nd. Dragon name is what he wrote down. Oh, smart. so you know, the classic game mess reveal, everybody. Here it is, Dreadwolf. I'm sure Andy Cortez is stoked out of his mind for this. He's been waiting for Dragon Age for a long time,
0: yeah, for a long time. I mean, since Dragon Age Inquisition, that was 2014 uh and so yeah it seems like you're gonna get it soon this all honestly sounds super cool in a way that i wasn't expecting i this was because it was breaking i didn't get didn't get a chance to read through the thing before the show and as i was reading through it i was like fuck i actually want to know more about solace this guy sounds great like the (laughs) dread wolf sounds like a wild adventure Um, i
1: love that this entire like announcement is just like yo here's the name Uh, let me introduce you to this fucking dude okay like if you weren't sold on dragon and wolf being the name of this game Guess what? There's this soulless dude. And yeah. you're going to be asking
0: some questions. And he's dope as hell. He's like the Joker, but in fantasy form. You <laughs> well, maybe like... he's not. If that's not your thing, maybe he's like... I don't know. <laughs> I, this also like fascinates me in the sense of EA not having a game showcase during the summer. Because mm. it seems like they have a lot they could talk about, or they could have talked about, right? Like, I would imagine that this would have appeared there. Uh, We got Jedi Jedi Survivor. That was announced last week. Like, that could have appeared there. Obviously, there's always the sports stuff. Even the Madden stuff, right? Like, announcing, and I don't know if Madden covers are usually announced at uh, an EA Play, but for Madden 23, with how special it is, with Madden being on the cover,
1: and it seems like there's new preview details uh, arriving this morning and yesterday. Talking out of my ass, I feel like a new Sims title is probably Mm -hmm. in the works. I mean the yeah Sims the new like, gen. A sims, like a, yeah, I don't know sims six, I don't know, yeah, it seems like they're
0: at. they're holding a lot of a lot of things cl- close to the chest, uh, and I wonder why like i i'm this i don't I'm not driving toward any like theory or anything. I'm just like curious on why um they would say no to doing a, pre- a presentation, but maybe it's because they want the next one, maybe next year to be a banger,
1: yeah, Sims five That's is true. next.
0: Tim, let's round out the Roper Report with story number seven. Uh, there is a sick Stranger Things theme to Xbox. I'm pulling directly from news.xbox.com.
1: Kevin, I have an image for you to pull up
0: with you already done, yep. So thank you. Appreciate it. I you.
1: don't think you need to read any of this, Bless. This is a bunch <laughs> of nonsense. I, normally, when, of I look, when I look at what you put into Games Daily Doc, you usually knock it out of the park where it's like, all right, cool. He got, the, he got just the info we need here. No, here you have six fucking paragraphs tapping into 80s nostalgia, drawing inspiration from. Iconic pop culture moments. It just keeps going. No, it's the Stranger Things Xbox. You probably can't get your hands on one. Good fucking. You understand how important this is to
0: the Stranger Things community, Tim? It is a cultural phenomenon.
1: I love
2: the idea that like this one press release was just written specifically for Bless, and it fucking worked. He's sitting here reading it, and meanwhile, the writers just listening to this podcast, being like, "This is my fucking moment. I'm clipping this out and showing it to my boss." I fucking love Stranger
0: Things, all right? Like I read through the press release and I was like, "Fuck yeah, man!" This, the what? Do you know what they said in the press release? They said that this Xbox was pulled directly from the of uh, the Upside Down. Oh, that, oh that's no. the coolest shit ever heard in my life you don't even know what that like, is. Yes. <laughs> oh man, I fucking love it. I really want this Xbox, but I'm never. Well, gonna guess get what?
1: It. <laughs> Fans around the globe will have the chance to win one of these custom consoles by following at Xbox on Twitter. Stay tuned, on at Xbox for a chance to win. Oh, man, man, this thing looks sexy as hell. Uh, Tim, I said that we're rounding
0: out with story number seven. That was a lie because we do have a story number eight, actually. Mm -hmm. This is one that you added to the doc. Uh, If you want to give the breakdown to it, it seems like we have a Super Nintendo World update.
1: We do, everybody. Really exciting stuff. Get ready. Super Nintendo World is coming to Universal Studios Hollywood in early 2023. Uh, It launched a couple years ago over in Japan. And now we are finally getting this, which is so wild there's been a lot of things in my life that i'm like damn I'm, I'm old like you start thinking about old game releases old movie releases and you're like it's been 20 plus years since attack of the clones or whatever like how the hell is that real Christ, that um, can't be right right but this oh it is right kev no it was the 20th anniversary uh but the most insane thing to me is looking at this like i remember when they first talked about super nintendo world coming and the dates that they were talking about i'm like that's the rest of my life away yeah. and here we are it's actually happening after a couple delays <laughs> like this is absolutely nuts but Kev, if you want to scroll down just a little bit uh there's uh the the reply tweet there uh we don't need audio for this it's mario kart music like imagine it in your head <laughs> uh you never experienced mario oh kart like this ride through iconic courses throw shells Whoa. and collect coins to beat team look bowser look at you
2: reading the thing when now. it comes
1: uh what? Oh yeah, no. Well, okay. This is it. it.
0: 140
1: characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was joking. I'm joking. I was joking about three things. I was ready. Plus, I'm happy again, how though. excited you were. Is
2: what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
1: Thank, Thank you. So, this is just dope as hell. I've watched uh, videos of the version of it over in Japan, and it's like it's crazy ass AR shit. Like you, got, you put on goggles, you're in this, uh, in these little carts, and you're going on a whole ride, and you're seeing all the kart racers around you and shit. The music keeps playing. There's some super sick moments. I can't wait to ride it myself, man. Let's go. Twenty twenty. I totally missed
0: this footage. This footage looks incredible of what this Mario Kart ride is. I cannot wait for that. Um, it's enough to make me go, oh, Daddy Tim, this looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Stop. Thank one, you. One more thing Thank I want to put out. Of course, I, t- I think Tim's in. it all right i think Mm -hmm. we're unlocking a new thing for tim uh Mm -hmm. kevin if you can pull that up go back to the first tweet i want to point out something because for audio listeners it was announced with an image uh, oh Oh my god sorry it's so loud the super nintendo stuff was announced with an image of mario standing in front of Hollywood of uh universal studios
1: and mario's legs are so long thank you thank you for bringing up the obvious that i don't think anyone's has the courage to talk about except you. Like, that's why we hit the hard hitting news here. Kind of funny. So Games that's what Daily. we're here for.
0: All right. It's is this things... Luigi?
1: Is this? Luigi? You think this is Luigi? Like, in I don't was... know, man. I think I, there's a switcheroo going on.
0: I think that's only possible if there's like a Mission Impossible style. He pulls off his face and it's Luigi because that that you're going to say
1: Mission Impossible style of Tom Cruise. He has to wear like big platform shoes where like half of this leg here. <laughs> Mario, there's a lie going on. Like he's his feet are actually where his like kneecaps are. The rest of it's just like a platform that he's on with those big ass fucking shoes. Clompers. <laughs>
0: Clompers. Tim. I can't mm-hmm. wait for early 2023 when I get to go to Super Nintendo World with you and go. Oh, Daddy Tim, look at that ride over there! I look want to ride. ride. What ride? What ride, ride Daddy Tim?
1: And I'll bring you, bless. And I'll be like, you'll be shooting one of those little like water thingies to like win a prize. And I'll be like cheering you on and like, <laughs> oh, if I can't you wait. you don't do it, but I'll win it for you and I'll get you the stupid ass like green shell, the most popular uh, item in Mario Kart. You know
0: but tim that reality is <laughs> so far
1: away i get that <laughs> reference if i want to know what's coming out to mom drop shops today where would i look the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday
0: yeah out today we got diablo immortal for pc and mobile uh card shark for switch and pc that game is cool as hell it has a really dope uh, hand-painted art style and like i said right it's a game about how, it's a game about cheating at cards and when i tell you that they really teach you these cheating techniques i was, not <laughs> expecting it. I was like oh yeah i'm sure surely it'll be like some you know uh, button prompt stuff some quick time events no they're like This is exactly how you cheat at cards. And they teach you, and it's pretty fun. But also, I use 100% of my brain while playing that game. That game demands your attention. Um, But yeah, that's out. Pretty cool. Switch and PC. Uh, We also have uh, Gigapocalypse for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Soldiers for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Unexplored 2, The Wayfarer's Legacy for Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Tokoyo, The Tower of Perpetuity for PC and Nintendo Switch clan o'connell in uh, the crown of the stag for pc and switch gravatar recharge for xbox one xbox series x ps4 ps5 pc switch and atari vcs and this is one I actually do want to give a special shout out for. Uh, the description for it reads like this. A lone pilot far from home must navigate an abstract universe of uncharted planets and space stations guarded by mysterious hostile aliens and gravatar recharged. A reinvented version of the classic 1982 spaceship shooter by Adam Vision, the developer of Ding Dong XL and Loodle. A kind of funny best friend made this game. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. And so go check that one out. Uh, Service Rush, that is out for Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PS5, PS4, PC, and Switch. And then the last... Clockwinder is out for meta quest and pc uh we got some new dates for you uh rumbleverse is getting a cross-platform play test on june 11th uh end extinction is forever is coming to is coming july 19th to pc xbox one switch and ps4 and then call of duty modern warfare 2 is getting a worldwide reveal on june 8th at 10 a.m pacific time we have one deal of day for you wolfstein the new order is currently free on the epic game store Tim.
2: Ooh, user Ever card. since I
0: got that Steam Deck, I've been re- I've been uh redeeming things on the Epic Game Store. In fact, I've been having big regrets about not redeeming everything that's becoming created at the Epic Game Store. And so do that, code funny code? Or what's that. I don't know if that is useful if you're redeeming things free. Yes, it is. God damn, really? we say this all the time. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, I'll start doing that. What's well, yeah. Kind of funny. Code kind of funny. <laughs>
1: kind of funny, baby. Yeah, let's nailed go. It. I, I, I want to do a little rotating segment where we make up new segments. This segment yeah. is like, hey, help Tim like oh, really uh, not die for team, uh yeah. no so next week we're going to i'm going to go on a plane for the first time and freaking forever and like we're going to be around a lot of people and i ain't trying to get covid so here's my thing mm-hmm. i have masks i've had multiple masks throughout this entire situation what's the latest tech in masks what masks should really? i be wearing what is the most up-to-date science so if anybody has answers please tweet at me at some Geddes with like the recommended yo you might be extra with this but This is the safest you're possibly going to fucking be right now for you and the people around you. I think I'm good. I think I have the answers. I got the N95. I got all this stuff. But like, let me, let me, if there's anything more than that, let me know, please. Let me know. And uh, here's the other thing to take this, to personalize this just a little bit more. You might not see just looking at this whole thing, but I got a big old face. So these Mm -hmm. masks, I'm having a problem where a lot of them kind of like just cover my little mouth hole. And I'd really appreciate it if they covered a little bit more. Of the whole facial structure going on. So, tweet at me, I had some goodies.
0: Also, uh, this is probably gonna be the thing that I do. Um, the thing you should do also is get some like emergency. You know, like the the like the like packs that help fight against sickness. Because, like, you know, COVID, COVID is for sure a scare. But also, there's all these other sicknesses that have been fucking me up lately because we've been inside for so long. And our mm-hmm. immune systems are fucked. And so, you know, protect yourself from COVID. But also, you know, think about all the other shit that you might catch. Because yes. that shit has been killing me lately. Now it's time. For counterfunny.com kind of slash you're wrong, where write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube.com slash counterfunny kind of games and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, multiple of you guys wrote in uh, to mention that the Obsidian game uh, is uh, not uh, avowed, but it is the, uh, this game that Jeff Grubb has been talking about. Um, is it called Pentiment? Uh, people are saying it's Pentiment. I don't, I don't know if that's the name of the game or if that's another thing, but I'll throw that out there. Uh, Ubisoft is not a summer games fast partner. I think we got that, but I appreciate the write ins. Returnal was revealed in the NVIDIA leak as a code word that related in every way to Returnal. The code word was woman trapped on planet and it's a maze and she keeps dying over and over again. Uh Oh, that's not the (laughs) code. Uh, Nanobology says write in with a list of uh games that were on that NVIDIA leak that were from PlayStation, right? So you have the Uncharted, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Edition that was announced that I think just needs the date. Uh, Helldivers 2 was in there. Horizon Forbidden West was in there. GT7. Uh, Deresine, God of War. Ooh. Returnal. Demon Souls. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. No specified game. Sackboy. And then Ghost of Tsushima. So we got options. And then... Uh, uh if you want to see you are d not creos in, uh in the you says if you want to know more about solace play dragon age inquisition solace is a party member
2: oh Whoa. that's all of those words made sense to me
1: but is he a good guy or hey, there's some questions yeah it's like <laughs> did he go wrong where, where did it go bad for solace
0: because it sounds like he might not have had a good time in that game
1: but maybe he did <laughs>
0: He had a great time. There's a lot. Of, who knows? You know, nobody can know. It could be this. It could be that. He could be a god. He could be a dude. Uh, Tim, that's mm-hmm. it for kindoffunny.com dot com slash you're wrong. Uh, we have one day left for the week for kind of funny games daily, and it's it's an exciting one because tomorrow you're getting me and the one and only Imran the Don Con. Whoa! Oh. Hell yeah! So get hyped for that. Uh, if you're what was that, Kevin? Nothing. Uh, if you're watching this live on Twitch, after this is Fortnite. With Kevin and Roger. Maybe Fall Guys uh, is
2: that thing. It, 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 it might actually be more uh Vilheim, maybe Portal 2. Oh, Chat, get oh. all worked up and try to decide. Uh, people watch Wait. this on YouTube get fucked. You know what I mean? Get fucked.
1: <laughs> have you played Portal 2? I have not. Okay. I feel like I have... it has to be Portal 2, man. You and Mike doing Portal 2 sounds like quality content. It'll be,
2: I
0: mean, I just bought it, so I'm ready and, to rock and, and roll. And, 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 and to be clear, quality content for the viewer. It's going to uh, be a journey for you, too. Uh, Kevin, Kevin is a puzzle poppy. Kevin is the just puzzle like king. Yeah. but Okay. Kevin but Mike, but, deal but, with but also, but, like, let's say, like, we've got Kevin
1: being the All
2: puzzle right. enough, poppy enough king. Enough excitement. Enough excitement. But then you get Mike,
1: you know. Yeah. And I well, love is, Mike. Is Mike
0: going to be on it, or is it going to be uh, Roger? Well, I out. Mike's on it. Mike's on it. He, he... Mike's on it? Yeah, oh. he's here. Yeah, oh. Mike and Kev playing some Portal 2 might be chaos. that I might have to tune in for. Uh, If you want to tune into it, you can tune into it now or you can tune into it later later on uh, youtube.com slash kindoffunnyplays. Remember this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily.